Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded, recently hitting 6 million listens. Support us by buying a copy of Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a small donation. In return, we'll give you the chance to nominate a guest and even win lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. Find out more at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin! Welcome to The Next Generation. I'm Victoria Cece. Join me as we chat with young Italian wine people shaking up the wine scene. We're going to geek out on a grape or grape fam, then hear about all the wild wine things our guests have been up to, from vineyard experiments to their favorite wine bars. Hello, hello. It's another episode of The Next Generation. Today we're going to take you on a little trip to the Colli Tortonesi with Riccardo Carpini of I Carpini, a wonderful small winery in the Colli Tortonesi. I love chatting with him because they're up to some really, really fun things with their wines, particularly with the area's most famous varietal, Timorasso. Now, as you know, before we get into the juicy details of the interview, we are going to give you the fast facts on Timorasso from the Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 book. Ready? Drum roll. So, what is Timorasso? Well, it's highly regarded for its ability to age and achieve complexity as a white wine. It's mainly found in the Colli Tortonesi, which is in the southeastern part of Piedmont. So, Piedmont already being one of Italy's most highly respected wine regions. However, Timorasso was often abandoned due to its viticultural challenges and its irregular yield. As a grape, it has been present in the province of Alessandria for centuries, with the first written records confirming its existence coming from an agricultural treatise written in the 14th century. Wow. This is an old grape baby. The Di Rovasenda family's ampelographic bulletin of 1885 declares that in the late 19th century, Timorasso was the most widely cultivated varietal in the area of Tortona, formerly known as Derthona. Timorasso has quite the history. So now we see that winemakers are coming back and bringing Timorasso back to the forefront, like I Carpini. So what is Timorasso like? It has a deep lemon color with intense fruity scents of pear, apricot, and peach, which jump from the glass, often with a hint of tropical fruits. Honey notes are typical, and so are the floral aromas of acacia and hawthorn. After two to three years of aging, the minerality of Timorasso becomes more noticeable, accompanied by tertiary notes that refine the wine. Now, Timorasso is mostly a dry, still white wine. When young, Timorasso is already intense, full-bodied, and very appealing. It's considered a wonderful combination because of its acidity and depth, with a tangy fruitiness, savoriness, and splendid limestone minerality. With more time in bottle, complexity, balance, power, and finesse come together in a mouth-filling character. Aging brings out the aromatic notes, the petrol, and the hydrocarbons, which are a remarkable feature of this varietal. So, Timorasso might be a bit of a difficult baby to deal with. However, it's worth it because it's a very, very, very beautiful grape varietal. And it's produced really only in one specific area. So rather than me keep talking, let's chat with Ricardo, who's going to tell us all about his area of Colli Tortonesi, his winery, Icarpini, and this wonderful grape, Timorasso. 
Buongiorno, everyone. Um, we are here today with Ricardo from Icarpini Winery. Ciao, Ricardo. Ciao. So, how's it going? It's going good. Uh, we like to be in Italy here, so we can uh, taste our wines. So, is this your first in Italy? No. No, it's about five, six years now. Wow, wow. So, tell us a little bit about your winery. The winery is uh, in the Colli Tortonesi area, in the Piemonte uh, region, and we... Our uh, most famous grapes are uh, Timorasso and uh, Barbera. Do you have a favorite between the two? <laughs> uh, I think I like Barbera the most. Really? Why? Uh, because uh, it's more uh, like fruity, but it's acidic and uh, can last a very long in time. Cool. So what do you do at the winery? Are you an enologo? I do pretty much uh, everything, but uh, I mostly work uh, in the winery. He does everything. So everything you see at Carpini... <laughs> Ricardo. No, I mean, okay. we are I'm in kidding. Uh, the family, but you you have to know how to do all the process, you know? No, absolutely. I mean, every office, even our offices, is you have your hands in different buckets. Yeah, in different always, areas. always happening. So, how did your story in wine begin? Well, I studied uh, informatic engineering, so <laughs> that's how it uh, ends up uh, lately. Once uh, I had a little experience in the work in the area and I didn't really like it, I just told uh, my family, you know what, I think I'll try this. And then uh, I liked it and I continued. Oh, that's wonderful. And how old are you? Do you mind if I ask? I'm 27. Okay, I'm 27 too. Are you 96? 95. Oh, so you're going to be 28. Your birthday is coming up. Yes, it's uh, the 5th of June. Oh, summer. Oh, almost summer. That's exciting. You got any yeah, special plans? Not really. I'm starting to go on the older side, so maybe I don't like it. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean because I just turned 27 and we're still young, but it's like you are verging towards 30 and all of a sudden you start yeah. like looking at your life completely differently. It's a turning point. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, uh-oh. It's like you see the tsunami wave coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> no, but, but we're still uh, very no, young. It's, uh, we are young, <laughs> yes. of course. We can't. How do you say it in English, like lamentarsi? We can't complain. Yeah. No, there's, and especially with this kind of life in the world of wine, I know we're very tired. It's the last day of Italy, but chugging along, chugging along. See, I forgot English, but yeah. With the polyphenoli, we, we keep ourselves young, you know? Yes, all the antioxidants that are in wine. That's why we do this. And that's why all of our grandparents have yeah, <laughs> had the definitely. lives they've had. Yeah. That's true. That's true. We're, so, um, tell us a little bit about Icarpini, the story. So, my grandparents came, uh, like, uh, they were looking for a nice and chill uh, retirement place. And then uh, my father was like, no, I want to do wine. <laughs> so, we started planting some uh, vineyards. And uh, then uh, it really was built, uh, it wasn't planned. Okay. In uh, 95. They, they came and we started the first vinification in the 2000s, first uh, 2000. And um, with the winery is uh, mostly about uh, eco-sustainability. So we are organic, we have organic wines uh, and uh, we have very many certifications. So we have an eye for uh, nature. It's really important for us. So vineyards, uh, it's not just uh, all uh, vineyards, but... Uh, they are uh, in an ecosystem. Mm -hmm. we, we want to preserve the ecosystem as well. Yeah, maintaining the biodiversity and keeping yeah. that 
really the land alive and the soil still fertile and 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 active. And so Colli Tortonesi is a well is a well known area of Piemonte, but definitely not as well known as like the bigger areas. Talk a little bit about your love for your zone. So I have to say Colli Tortonesi is uh, the right area for what we were looking for because uh, 20, 30 years ago, it wasn't really much known. It's really a virgin land and so much biodiversity. And that's what we like about it. So it's not all just vineyard, but it's really diverse. There's also other products that are famous. There is La Pesca di Volpedo, which is uh, really famous, really sweet pesca. And there's uh, some strawberries. So it's a great area. So you're happy to grow up there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So did you go to school in yeah. in Milan? Yeah, I was born born and grown in Milan. All right, so you grew up there, went to school in Milan, studied informatic, informatic engineering, engineering, and then went, I'm going to go make wine. Yeah, <laughs> that was probably the wisest choice of my life. And why was it? Because, uh, you know, I think my formation is uh, still valid because it can be applied uh, to anything. But working uh, in contact with nature, uh, I don't know, it feels like it gives you a different view on life and on uh, the world uh, itself. That's really true. And I think now, especially with the COVID pandemic, we see a lot of people coming back to nature. And that's something I wanted to talk to you about too, because there's been quite a number of Italians, young Italians coming back to their zones and finding like, you know, abandoned vineyards or finding projects. Do you find, do you have a lot of friends that also make wine? Not really, uh, because coming from Milan, uh, it's difficult, ah, yeah. but most of my friends understand. So mm -hmm. they probably would like to do as well. Mm -hmm. It's also, you have to be lucky to be, to do this because uh, it's not uh, just uh, like uh, you can invest and do it. Mm -hmm. So I feel lucky. You're lucky. Are you always the one that brings all the wine to the parties? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, but it's never enough. That's the problem. It's never enough. I know. It's never enough wine. And it's so funny. Speaking of, you know, different cultural differences. I was talking to a friend and he was telling me how, like, uh, in Umbria, they drink a lot of wine at parties. And they're like, yeah, we had nine people and 24 bottles of wine. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I did the math in my head and him saying right now, he's like, never enough wine. I'm like, I mean, it makes sense. I was just told that 24 bottles for nine people. So not for you, obviously, like that was another story. No, but that's just how it is. Uh, <laughs> we like it. So it's probably the metabolism, you know? Yes, yes. yes. We'll blame it on the metabolism yeah. and, and the good food, though, of the area, too. You yeah, always have that. Wine to Wine Business Forum. Everything you need to get ahead in the world of wine. Supersize your business network. Share business ideas with the biggest voices in the industry. Join us in Verona on November 13 to 14, 2023. Tickets available now at wine2wine.net. Do you have any fun memories of sharing wines with your friends? There's always uh, when uh, we do a fair in uh, Piacenza, we always organize, we call it uh, Fivi Bips dinner because uh, it's only the craziest winemakers and we do like uh, dinner and everyone uh, is bringing uh, his own bottles and manumes and special vintages so we have a lot of fun we drink a lot when is this it's uh, in november uh, in, uh, TV piacenza but oh, this the year piacenza. is uh, in bologna they oh change. yeah i was at the piacenza one for a minute yeah that's also an uh, interesting fair 
well, I want to come to the Phoebe Veeps. That's really what I'm getting at this time. I'm like, when is it and when am, when should I be there? <laughs> yeah, I think I can get you a special bus. Yes. No, that's awesome. And I think that's one of the best parts about being in the wine world, right? Is that you get to try, share all these. It sounds super, you know, romantic when I say it this way, but like sharing your stories through the bottles and different things and meeting all the amazing people. Like right now we're sitting in the middle of the Phoebe section in Venizeli. It's so diverse. Have you made any friends at Venizeli this year? It's difficult because, uh, you know, you have to work as well. But uh, this year we, we are three at the desk. So mm. we manage uh, sometimes to sneak out and mm. go find some friends. Yes. It's, you know, it's a wonderful time, Venizeli and Verona, because it's so yeah. lively. It's so fun. Um, so it's in a great area. So you can go around in uh, Valpolicella, Lago yeah. di Garda. So yes. a lot of tourism uh, around Absolutely. Yes. So I have a, I always ask this question because I think it's fun and also to, you know, shine light on where you're from. If I or somebody were to visit you for, let's say, a weekend, what would we do? And tell me things that they don't need to be historical. You know, where do you hang out? Who do you you do mean, uh, in our area? Yeah. Okay. First, I think we are going to drink some wine. The, the best uh, of our area is, uh, like I said, is a very... Uh, wild. It's not really too much agriculture yet, so it's, we are going more uh, like activities related uh, to more uh, in the past. So we can go and uh, search for truffles, we can go and find uh, other, uh, how do you say, artigiani, like artisan, artisans artisan. yeah. uh, from the area that makes products from uh, pigs, like, you know, salami. There is a really good salami, which is special from our area. It's called a Nobile del Giarolo, made from all the noble parts of the pigs. So it's not only, we say, scarty, I don't like, know. Like the, the, um, the scraps. That's yes, right. but it's made from the noble parts. And there's a great cheese, which is called uh, Montebore. It's like non-shell cake, like a wedding cake. Ooh. Okay, So it's made from three different uh, meat, from cow sheep and goat oh my god i'm so hungry <laughs> and also with this kind of food you can you could drink you could drink 24 bottles of wine like that, that this yeah. is like substantial that's why we can do it <laughs> oh my gosh i love how like i just asked you what we do and you're gonna you said you're like we're gonna eat and then we're gonna eat and then we may go in the forest and find some troubles and then we'll eat some more <laughs> and eat the, the, the truffles as well no, that's not. That's wonderful. I mean, to sell me at least to go anywhere, you just tell me all the amazing artisanal products and then the wines and the beauty. Do you miss the city at all? No, I come back every now and then, uh, you know, maybe for the night. And do you go to Milano typically? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a place you like to hang out in Milano for wine and stuff? Mm, not a place uh, specific. We just go around and try out. Do you see a lot of a lot of young wine drinkers when you're out in the city? Like, do yeah, you think, like people our age? Really different from 10, uh, 15 years ago. There's a lot of interest uh, in quality, in uh, small productions, in knowing the winemakers. It's really different. Do you always like sneak a bottle in your bag? You're like, hey guys, yeah, I got like, extra. Uh, oh, you you're a winemaker. Damn, you got the wine. <laughs> Come <laughs> with us. <laughs> and which wine do you usually bring with you? Uh, mostly Barbera, because Timorasso is a very small production and uh, it's only for special occasions. Oh, special people. You're like, okay, you like the Barbera? You have to deserve it. Yes, you have to work for it. <laughs> exactly. As we wrap up, 
I want to ask, because obviously on this podcast, we try to talk about the wines too. We really obviously want to know about you. But I always like to ask of your wine. Can you pick out one wine that is the perfect first date wine? Okay. When you don't know the person. That's difficult because uh, you have to know if she's into wine already or not. Okay, she likes wine. You don't know what kind of wine. Okay, so I'm bringing uh, the Bruma d'Autunno, which is a Barbera from uh, an ancient vineyard. It's almost 80 years old, so <laughs> makes a really small production, but uh, great quality. And uh, it's really elegant, uh, balsamic, it's really smooth in the mouth, so it's really good uh, to start. Nice. We're pulling out the nice stuff. We have the old vines. You're like setting the bar high. Like you're like, if this is the first date. Okay, it's okay. We can try crazier stuff later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the goal. Usually, you know, you get to the first date and then the crazier stuff comes last. <laughs> oh, on that note, thank you so much, Ricardo, for your time. You. Um, I love your wines. Um, that's obviously why I'm here. And I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, you too, of course. Grazie. As always, a big grazie for hanging out with me today. Remember, you can catch me every Sunday on the Italian Wine Podcast, available anywhere you can get your pods.